0: Hey everybody, it's Briar Harvey. Today we are talking about how to make things market faster, uh, how to use your magic in business, and I don't know, possibly how to be less grumpy. Join us for Ask Briar. All right, today I got my first guest. It's the beautiful and lovely Heather. Hey everybody. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Nope. Hello. hello, hello, hello. Tell us. You got like 30 seconds. What you okay. got and what you're selling.
1: <laughs> all right. I have got this wonderful sales coaching program that I put together that goes really, really deep into your inner voices and your negative inner voices and all that fun shit. And it is mushed together the best part with Thing
0: is, it is so fun when it it is, except when it's not fun. I do, I mean, I
1: I, do a lot. I mean, a lot to be fair. You really do, it's part of the thing. (laughs) Okay, you
0: had a question. Oh, god,
1: I did tell you I'm doing this. I know. you guys am the worst for asking her questions and then coming back with an entirely different one, but I'm going to behave today and actually ask the one I asked. So if you have a new thing that you are bringing out to the world, like I do at the moment, how do you go from virtually no audience, because you did not market when you were meant to market, to a reasonable sized audience relatively quickly?
0: I'm sorry. I just... I don't think he's actually appearing on the screen because of the way I have the frames. There he is. There he is. Oh, yeah. hey, you. I
1: tried. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know you tried. I know you tried, but it's a live <laughs> show, and this is like honestly the best part. Hello. Hello, sir. How is school?
1: How is was school, Gabriel? Great. Mm. Do you want to go watch your dinosaur king for a little laugh?
0: <laughs>
1: okay. We'll work on his angles later. We'll work, off yeah. <laughs> right. You're using my phone. What are you so, gonna do? It? So you gave
0: you bribed him with electronic devices, and still it was not enough. It is never enough. It's never enough. So the question was: How do you market a new thing? right? Okay, you steal other people's audiences. I guess borrow would be the technical term here, but you go and find podcasts to be interviewed on or guest blog posts to write when it's new and you know it's new, you don't have testimonials or those kinds of important things to lean on. So, the only thing you have is your credentials with other people. This is why your network matters so much and why I talk about maintaining a network because these are the people, and for me today, these are the people who I call when it's important that I start or build a new thing. They show up with their children Often with children. Yes. Often with children, because that's kind of COVID reality now. All right. So yeah, we build, we build with a borrowed audience. If we were selling your new thing, for example, I would tell you to go and find gamers yes. all of the gamers find their podcasts find that now to be fair they may not be the people who can afford to pay you
1: hi daddy that's not daddy that's Briar <clears throat>
0: hi Briar
1: hello Gabe um,
2: I'm
1: so I'm, yeah. <laughs> okay off you go. I told you the deal was
0: quiet He's just, he's Uh not gonna comply. Non-compliance is the best part of all of this, really. Mm -hmm. Okay, so go borrow other people's game audiences. Go borrow other people's business audiences. Go talk about game playing and what makes it fun and why we wanna do it. And you don't have to use your audience because I know it's small. Mm-hmm. this is how we build a new one by borrowing people uh, uh, this is how Gary V has become Gary V because
1: he yep. knew a
0: lot of people and in so knowing well here we are
1: 80 80
0: alright Gabe go play with dinosaurs go
1: play with dinosaurs for ourselves
0: He doesn't have any... Heather.
1: He does have dinosaurs. That was all. Why should I go and play with dinosaurs? Oh, why should we go and play (laughs) with dinosaurs?
0: Because that's the thing that I can get mine to go away and do. That's why.
1: Yeah. Well, he's found the cards, so we have like...
0: Okay. Cards. (laughs) Electronics. It's all... It's fine. I can't believe the phone was not enough for him today. I know. The order it is, it's the horror. It's... All right, my dear, thank you for coming. Okay. I love you. Love I appreciate you. you, bye. 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 And that is what happens when our children photo bomb us on live TV. This, this is the best part of, I think, a live show. And will always be my favorite part is when they come and join us and don't ever leave. I love our children. I love my children. Yes, they're my favorite. All right. Next up, I have the beautiful and wonderful High Priestess Contessa. She's laughing because she's still not quite owning that title, but she's gonna today she's gonna today hello gorgeous hello leave me alone Brianer. no never never will i leave you alone i just got used to priestess i know and all the work we did to make that happen too but now you are high priestess in charge of shit yes in charge of other priestesses hmm
3: But it's so fitting, it's so fitting, because that's just me, always in
0: some sort of leadership. I'm
3: so good at telling other people what to do. Right?
0: (laughs) Telling other people what to do. (laughs) Some people people call that bossy, but I just think. No, no, that's not bossy at all. That's just living your life, right? Yes, yes. That's just how I was created. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So you have a thing related to high priestessdom. Please, yes. your 30 seconds showdown here. I have 30-second showdown. So I have a training
3: <clears throat> program for priestesses. And priestesses don't get like tripped up on the name priestesses, male, female, it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> but it's for individuals who feel like there's something more out there. You've done some sort of spiritual training in your life, and every place that you've gone to try to get more training, it just doesn't seem like it fits with you, your belief system, your personality. So what we do is we don't tell you what to think. We tell you how to think and to create your own framework. You basically, for a lack of better terms, create your own religion. And so that is what it is that I do. And so my question to you, Briar, is that how do I make this more accessible? How do I make this so that people who have businesses can understand what it is that I do and how it can relate to them in the business world?
0: Ah, well, business is its own kind of magic, no? Yeah, because I, mean... I, I use it in my business because I have you know, spiritual based business. And then I have like non-spiritual based. You have a consulting business that we didn't even discuss here, but there's, yes. So the thing about business as it is traditionally done is that there's a lot of, let's be honest here, white guys in suits, right? that's what business is or has been for a great percentage of our cultural epoch capitalism is white men in suits and as we shift away from that we we haven't shifted away from practices those things that we were doing before that made business white men in suits it's really fascinating to me Because we don't, we haven't brought our shit into business. We do shit their way. I can't, I can't get over it. Excuse me. So I think the question is, how can you get people to see the importance of bringing their spirituality into business? How can you encourage people to see that changing the world requires changing the paradigm. That's always the question, isn't it? Because if we, I think that a lot of us are very interested in playing the game differently, but we don't see how to reinvent the rules. And so I think that, your answer is very much, how do you show people how to reinvent the rules of business? You need to expand out in a way that is going to allow your people to figure out where they can tie things in. And that's true. Like podcasting is my business, but you better believe I swept off my altar before we started today, right? There is a lot of magic in the work that I do, but not visibly present on the outside. And I think there's a struggle there then for people who want there to be magic in their world and in their lives, but also don't sell magic as a practice. And I think there's some room for a lot of balance to be found if, you talk about how there is magic in business, where we find it. It's in, it's in little things, right? It's in the connections and the conversations. It's in the rituals of daily habits and practices. Those are all of the things that we have to build and create in our businesses and in our magical practices, right? They're the same things. We got to do the same things. It's just different work. So find the way to bring them in with the magic for the magic and balance it out in business. That's what I have for you.
3: Thank you so much. You know, you as you're talking time for follow-up questions here. So <laughs> It was wonderful because as you were talking, I was thinking about just how logos are nothing more than sigils. You know, right. they sit there and there's so much marketing in the colors, and this color means this, this color feels
0: that, and that's nothing more than just <clears throat> it's color magic. I mean, and it's wrong too. Interestingly, I find the language of marketing when we talk about the colors in marketing, comparatively to how we should be marketing spiritually they're not they don't often translate i chose purple and blue very deliberately even though those are not commonly used palettes in business but they work for me because they speak my language they they imbue my values magic is what we make of it always but so is business so if you tie those things together right That's where the magic is. Oh, I'm so excited about this. (laughs) I I, I I want you to go create an entire army of priestesses bringing magic into their business because we need more of those people to shift the paradigm. We aren't changing the business as it is by doing the exact same things that the white guys in suits have been doing. That hasn't been working. It's obvious that hasn't been working. So the way to change it is to do things our way. Yes, yes,
2: yes.
3: Oh, I love it, I love it. And the more that people look like me and look like you start Mm -hmm. running and operating businesses that are successful, we start attracting more people like uh-huh. ourselves into our business. So that when I walk into a meeting and say, yes, I am the owner of a multi-million dollar consulting agency, people aren't like, you,
0: you don't look the part. It's not about looking the part, is it? It's about being the part, carrying the role, being able to do the work
3: and and making our communities better
0: because of it. Right, I mean, and I think that's the most important part. How do we take our work out into the world and then change the world, right? We We can't do that on our own. That's, that's the actual taking a village part. Making the world better takes the actual village. It takes all of us to go out and spread our magic into the world. Yes. Um, oh, go spread
3: magic. I love that.
0: Go spread your magic. Go, go, go make me an army of mages that will do the thing. <laughs> do it. Let's change the world that way with a little bit of magic and a whole lot of laughter, right? There's got to be more of that in the world. More and more
3: of that. So shall it be. <sighs> and I felt that in my
0: spirit. <laughs> I love you and adore you. Thank you so much for being here always, always. Thanks. Bye. <clears throat> So, you don't have to hear me clear my throat. The glorious and magical autumn should be here shortly while I am waiting. I had planned on telling you stories in like this interim time, especially if people don't show up, which is always kind of the curveball we have with a live show, no? So, today I'm going to tell you about my magical bulletin board that i have on the wall filled with this year's goals because none of them are happening (laughs) i did a vision board at the beginning of 2020 right 2020 was gonna be my year y'all the word was chosen with care it's unforgettable 2020 will be unforgettable, just not in the ways that I was hoping that it would be. There's TED up there, there's live events, there's open mic nights at the local comedy club, there's speaking gigs, none of those things will be happening. Like, they might happen on a smaller scale or on a smaller level, but they're not happening this year. And as I was working the other day with my coach, I was like, I still haven't taken it down yet. I think there's, a, there's something there. And she said, it's hope. And I think that might be true, but there's also, I don't know, There is some regret here and I'm still coming to terms with the fact that I have the things that aren't happening, like my 40th birthday in Hawaii, I had a great day, I ordered in, my husband brought me a cake, it was not the 40th birthday I had planned. Next month, is my 20th wedding anniversary that too had big momentous plans I was supposed to renew my vows we were going to go do it at my mother-in-law's place in the Pacific Northwest there was going to be this trellis with purple flowers she's making me a dress it's purple it has this veil Uh, floral lace it's so pretty y'all i and i'll get it maybe next year maybe the year after it's kind of an interesting wait and see thing and i think that we all have a lot of these kinds of dreams on hold this year it's going to be interesting to see what we do with them going forward because i think that a big part of planning and goal setting and having visions and carrying out those dreams is to be aware of where they fit in to our lives no no battle plan survives the field of battle my husband likes to say to me which I think is really definitely true. No goal really survives the planning stage either. So when we're making our plans, we have to be aware of how we can shift and build and change. And while I don't get five live events this year, I am starting a channel, which is scary in its own way. I'm here live with people today that I know and love. But as I continue out, It'll be new people. And that's that's always part of live. It's you never know what you're going to get. And I think Autumn is ready for me. So I am going to go ahead and introduce you to my favorite grumpy grammarian. Hello. Hi, Briar. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. So, you have 30 seconds to give us your spiel.
2: My spiel? So, I don't even need 30 seconds. I am the premier copywriter, copy editor for copywriters. Um, I'm grumpy a lot, but it's not because of grammar. It's mostly because of, you know, awkward social situations like, Running into your gynecologist at the grocery store. (laughs)
0: See, you're not grumpy at all. You're just funny. And people have decided that humor is not important in the world these days. This is why I love and adore you.
2: Thank you so much. It's, It's so sad that nobody sees the humor anymore. And you had a
0: question. You didn't tell me what it was, but I assume we're we're, we're pitching softballs on the first day. Please pitch softball.
2: Um <clears throat> I don't even remember. It's been that kind of day, Briar. I don't even remember what I wrote yesterday.
0: So it's Tuesday, in other words. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday, which I like to call Second Monday, because it always has that potential, no, to be a day full of promise or to be another Garfield poster, I hate Mondays kind of day.
2: You know, and my problem is the weather here went from like 95 degrees down to 70 overnight, and I'm literally cold. Like Ooh. I'm fine. Like, oh, I can't. I'm cold, and I can't think because I'm
0: cold. So cold for me. The arthritic hands. I'm sure for you, it's man and and the temperature changes and the pressure changes. I think we've talked about that before. It's a rough transition. And this time of year in particular, I really, really struggle with uh, how do I not just ensconce myself in all of the blankets and huddle. And t- I mean, I'm actually better when it's fully cold because then I can at least wear appropriate clothes. Okay, so you don't have a question. Fine. Autumn and I are getting ready to take improv for copywriters out into the big bad world. We are going to go and sell it to other people. So, it's my gonna question
2: is shenanigans.
0: It, it is. It is. So, my question for you, Autumn, is what makes improv so scary for people?
2: First of all, I think that is a two, maybe three fold question with different layers. So improv, people are worried about embarrassing themselves first. And now with the current political climate, people are worried even more about offending someone. They're self-censoring so much that they're not having fun. And that's the whole goal of improv is to be ridiculously carefree, think but don't think, and just let go, shred that refined exterior that you present to the world. And, you know, get back to your basic, it's almost childlike, because, you know, I, improv can have a lot of potty humor in there, but um, to your, almost your childlike core of just saying whatever comes to your mind. So really, people are just, they're afraid they'll embarrass themselves, they're self-censoring, and they're afraid they'll offend someone. That's what makes improv scary.
0: Mm, Okay, so then the question we have to ask as we go forward is, what do we call improv that's not improv? How do we call it fun and games
2: without calling it improv? (laughs) You know, and that is the million dollar question right there, because to wordsmith that down is no matter what layer you put with it, it's still going to be something that people are going to have to engage with and accept and still, you know, no matter what we call it, they're going to have to accept the idea of letting themselves go.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And even calling it fun and games, I, I just it it would it would probably work, but it's one of those things where you go, I just don't know. It's improv. I don't know what else you call it. I don't know. And why are people so scared of it? It's not scary. Oh, now
0: that one, that one I can answer. I was talking about this moment a few days ago and I've talked about it since because I'm really, I miss it so much. When the curtains open and the light hits your eyes and you can't see the audience, you're you're light blind, but you can feel that anticipation. For most people, that's fucking terrifying. They hate that. They don't for me, that's joy and light and existence. I that, that moment of anticipation before we speak is like the presence of God a little bit for me. There's just something so magically fulfilling. But for most people, that moment is actually literally terrifying. And that's what scares them so, is the unknown, the 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 potential, I think, is while I grasp onto it for every breath I'm worth. For most people, that's hard. It's riding the wave of the audience anticipation. How mm-hmm. how do you how do you get to enjoy that? I'm not sure how to give that to people.
2: See, and that's exactly it. Because <clears throat> I. And I find it so thrilling just because, you know, it, it's almost, God, I even hate to call it, like a spiritual experience. But you're going to be able to share your, your humor with people. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I, that can be scary. But for me, it is also so wonderful. Because even if they hate it, I'm still going to laugh at myself. Right. I'm still going to have a good time, you know, cause I'm not self-absorbed. I'm mm, self-absor- no,
0: I think you're that self-aware that others, people, other people's happiness don't impact your own. Yeah. Or it shouldn't. That's theirs to worry about, to care about, to, to nurture and maintain your happiness is yours.
2: Absolutely. That is true.
0: Well, this has been amazing, my dear. Thank you so much for being here and joining me and playing along. I'm so excited about this. It's going to be a great time.
2: It is. And thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon.
0: I will. You too, darling. Thank you. And comfy socks. Think grumpy thoughts or humorous thoughts or magical thoughts. Think about don't strangling your children. That one's always in there too. It's been a privilege. Thank you for having me and watching. If you enjoyed our time together today, you can buy me some tacos. My Kofi link is in the show notes. And we'll see y'all on Friday for another round. Bye.